listens to the MailRite Real Estate Agent Podcast Show. We're on episode 121, and I want to welcome our guests. We have Tim and Tammy Emineth of Personal SEO, a husband and wife team out of Seattle, uh, and friends of mine on Active Rain blog site. Uh, so welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Why don't you, uh, Tammy, I'll let you go first, and then Tim, follow up. Uh, just give a quick introduction, let people know who you are and what you do. Okay, well, we've been doing this since about 2002 to 2004, uh, and we opened our own business in 2006, and we work primarily with real estate agents, but really any business that, that needs a little bit more online exposure, social media marketing, blogging, content marketing, even website design. Uh, and about 50 to 60% of our clients are real estate agents, individuals, and uh, brokerages. So yeah, and uh, we have a online special for the viewers and listeners to this podcast, uh, and we'll, that's personal SEO slash mail dash right dot com, not, excuse me, dot com, slash at the end of that, for a 20% uh, off discount on all of our services. So you can take a look at that at the end of the show if you want. Very cool. Thanks for doing that. And, uh, and Tim, what is your role in this company? Um, we are <clears throat> divided. So um, I do all of the high-tech SEO backend foundational stuff. And then uh, Tammy and her team does all of the content creation and writing. And so we combine that. So I'm not that great of a writer and she's awesome. And so that's, that's how we work. I take care of the nerdy stuff and she takes care of the glamorous stuff. <laughs> and I also used to be a real estate agent for a few years, so I do know a little bit of that side of the, the industry as well, even though I didn't love being the agent part, but I love helping agents and pushing them forward. So this works much better with what I love to do. And I was an IT person for a real estate company of our 400 real estate agents, and I supported all of them. So that's kind of why real estates are, we kind of know the industry because we've been in it for so long. I was there for 13 years, so... You know, that's great to hear too, because, you know, as a realtor, I, I, I find it easier to trust people that I'm hiring if they understand my industry and they're not just trying to be a generic uh, one size fits all across any industry. Um, right. Obviously what you do works for more than just real estate, but I, I love that you have a niche and you specialize. Um, we're going to come back to some questions in just a minute, but I want to give Jonathan a chance to say hello and introduce himself. Jonathan, take it away. Oh, hi there, folks. I'm the founder of MailRite. We're a marketing platform with a specialist in Facebook getting quality leads for you, the real estate agent. Back to Thomas. All right. And I'm Thomas J. Nelson. I'm a residential realtor here in beautiful San Diego, California, where I'm never too busy for your referrals. And you can find me online. Uh, my social media is primarily Facebook and LinkedIn with a little bit of Twitter. And of course, my website is thomasjnelsonrealtor.com. All right, we're going to get back to uh, some questions with Tim and Tammy. And uh, guys, I, you know, I've been a fan of your uh, blog for quite a while. That's what uh, brought me to you. So obviously, what you do works because that's, that's how I found you was through blogging. And then uh, when you read your content, it's so robust and, um, and generous, by the way, what you give away. So, um, I, you know, a lot of my questions are coming from blogs that I've read of yours that um, these are the questions that popped into my head and I wanted to run them by you because I'm sure other agents would have the same questions. And the, the first blog I came across yours that I really liked was, um, is your website prepared for your business? And could you talk a little bit about that for agents that, uh, 
you maybe neglect their website or don't have a website or don't feel a website in the social media world's, world's even necessary? Tim? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so a website is a portion of your marketing. It's not your whole entire marketing platform. So, you know, as I tell any real estate agent, you shouldn't just have a website and then depend on that one stream of marketing to get all of your clients. It should be a, a portion of what you're doing, um, <clears throat> which is a major, a major thing. So <clears throat> when you're marketing a website, um, what you're doing is you're building trust. So like it's, you're, you're building pre-trust in somebody visiting your site. So then they'll begin to know you and understand and, and how that you work. Um, <clears throat> one of the major things that we see with a lot of our clients and almost every single <clears throat> real estate website we come to is that when I visit the site in the first five seconds, I don't know as a visitor what you want me to do. I don't know what problem of mine you're going to solve. All I see basically is a nice photo and a blanket search. And, and that doesn't really do anything for me. If somebody wants to search on your website, honestly, at first they're going to go to Zillow or Redfin. And so you have to, change your paradigm and thinking of, you know, <clears throat> providing a search really isn't why people are coming here. Providing a solution is why they're coming here. Now, how can I provide that solution? Tim? Okay. So, <laughs> so, I mean, work in a way, I mean, <clears throat> having an IDX feed, uh, which brings the MLS to our websites, it, it, is that a um, kind of a, a a foregone conclusion in that nowadays with Zillow dominating with their marketing, people tend to go to realtor.com or Zillow or Redfin. They're not coming to our sites to search, as you mentioned. So when you talk about what problem am I solving, are we now diving into what's the niche um, that we serve? Uh, we're not, you're not talking about, well, I help buyers, I help sellers, I help investors. That's still too generic, correct? Right. <clears throat> it's, it's literally sol solving the problem for the niche that you are serving. And I'm not at all saying, hey, don't have an IDX. What I'm saying is that IDX isn't your first go-to. Like that's not okay. going to solve that problem. Right. I, would, I would still say, hey, have an IDX solution, but I would use it in a different way. So for example, we have a client in Florida and I removed the search bar and all I did is I added two buttons. And once I added those two buttons, his leads skyrocketed from five to 150 a month. And all they were doing is clicking on a button and filling out the form. And 90% of those people were giving a phone number, which, which actually wow. worked. They weren't garbage. And so right. at that point, I'm like, wow, okay, he, I'm listing exactly what we do. I'm listing and then I'm solving their problem and I'm giving them two options to, to do, contact me and then let's set up an IDX profile and that's it. And it, and it skyrocketed and work. And then so once we saw that, we started applying it across the board to all of our other clients that would accept it. It's really hard to, to tell a real estate agent, hey, trust me, remove that search bar. And a lot of everyone's holding on to that so tightly. <laughs> Just let it go. <laughs> well, it's funny too, because I mean, I, I think a lot of us, and I'll admit it, there are, there are busy months where I, I forget I even have a website because you're just so busy in the moment. So it seems silly that we would clutch onto something that we're ignoring half the time anyhow. Um, and then, but you challenge us that hey, there's a better way. And then all of a sudden we fight you on it, mm -hmm. um, which is what I've seen in coaching for many years. You know, people hire a coach and then they fight them all the way through the coaching process. 
instead yeah. of just giving themselves over to, hey, my thinking is what got me to here. And if that's yeah. not working out, I need to change my thinking. And if that means working with a third party, then I got to give over to the expertise you bring. Exactly. And we have, and I used, I used to call them arguments, but now I'll call them discussions with, <laughs> with I would say a hundred percent of our clients where I just, I'm open and honest. And I'm like, Hey, if we're going to have heated discussions about what you need on your website and what you need to let go of, because there are things that you just have to let go of to get more business. And what I always say is anything with the internet and marketing, it's all about testing. So let me, give me three months and see if that actually helps your business. And if it doesn't, then we can go back to the way it was. Right. But if you don't test it, then you're not going to know. Right. And can you work with any site? So if some, and what I mean is uh, maybe somebody's got their own WordPress site versus a guy like me that works with one of our fellow Active Rain members, Property Minder, uh, where it's a third party site. But, you know, and I, and I know from reading, uh, your, your and Tammy's articles that, you know, if we just leave those sites the way they're generically set up out of the box, uh, there's nothing to differentiate them from the other thousands of agents that haven't done a thing with their site either. So is that right. something you can go in and tweak? For the, go ahead, Tammy. Uh, well, yeah, to some degree, it depends on the, the platform. Some websites uh, lend a lot more easier to, to optimizing them, to creating custom pages and um, vanity URLs and, you know, putting your own content there. But most of those, you know, Savato, Real Geeks, whatever, they might just have a template out there with some canned content. Yeah, that does nothing and really, you know, doesn't, it doesn't benefit your client because they want, or yeah, your client because they want to know who you are and they want to know more about you. Why am I hiring you over anybody I can look up on Zillow or Trulia. Right. So, and that's important. And when you were talking about checking your website, just simple stuff, sometimes, like you said, you, you, you know, hardly look at your website, but yeah, uh, in that article you mentioned, we, we went to visit a Bellevue, Washington, which is very, you know, upscale, fancy. This is a Windermere office. They probably had, I don't know, 150 agents, luxury. They want people million dollars and more. And their address and phone number was wrong on the website. It's those little details <laughs> yeah. that if a customer saw that, it's like, oh, if they can't even get that right on their website, why do I want them marketing my $2 million home? You know? Right. So I think it, it's reminding us we need, does it match the business niche that we want to portray? You know, are you, are you looking to sell log homes? Are you looking for just sellers or buyers? What, what does that portray? And does everything that I exude for my customers and the type of target audience I want, does that showcase on my website? Hmm. I think that's important. Okay. I want to switch, switch gears here for a second because Tammy, you wrote an article that, um, well, basically you were, you were um, making the statement answering the question that has come up recently, which is, is blogging dead? And you said, no, blogging is not dead, but, um, but lead generation from blogs um, really take a specialized focus in those blogs. And a lot of us, and, and in reading your, your post, that includes me, um, don't always blog um, with that in mind. You know, we, we blog to blog, but, you know, what is the purpose of the blog? If we want to generate business from it, how are we going to use our blog in 2017 going into 2018 uh, to generate leads? I think the important thing is, is blogging is getting more of you out there. Mm 
And if people are looking up, let's say, you know, Nashville, Tennessee, I mean, obviously it's a big market, but let's start small with a small community that maybe even you live in. If you start with that and you become the expert in that, you're writing about uh, the CCNRs of the Homeowners Association, you're talking about community events, block parties, whatever. Maybe you're talking about the new restaurant that just opened down the street. You are the expert in that so that when your customer starts looking up information on their their area or to sell you're everywhere there's there's no doubt about it wow i see thomas's name everywhere he's on all these different websites he know, he is intertwined with nashville tennessee and there's no question that i think he knows what he's talking about so i think that's the important thing just writing one community post <clears throat> once and then leaving that community alone is not really going to do it because you need to be everywhere and we have a guy in louisville uh Louisville, Kentucky, that he's like number one, two, or three for just about everything Louisville because he blogs every single day and not a lot. I don't blog for him. I market offsite. He blogs every day. Um, it, it's not even maybe of a 300 word blog. So it doesn't have to be huge every single time. I think it, you need to mix it up. But he writes on. Uh, activities and local events and what's going on here or there this guy in my opinion knows everything there is to know about louisville and stays on top of it so that's what keeps him at the top of his game blogging every single day on something about louisville and so i think that's the important thing it's not just throwing out one blog once a month on one community and moving on that's not going to get you very far it does have to be consistent and constant when you're talking about blogging and, so, okay there, well, there, can I? Yeah, add please. To that? Okay. <laughs> and the reason why that that's important is because we know that the Google algorithm builds authority from the bottom up, not from the top down. And so his long tail keyword searches for the blog post that he's doing is are getting ranked. And so for Google, it's oh, okay, he knows about this area. Oh, look at the links now. He knows more about this area. So he now is the expert, and that's why he's ranking. And that's why if you understand building from the bottom up rather than from the top down, like my domain to my pages, rather from my pages up to my domain, then you understand how to build and transfer, transfer authority to Google to other communities as well. So if you start with the community and then a city, I'm sorry, a city, a community, and then a neighborhood, and you become an expert on that neighborhood, you can build authority up to the community and then you can build authority up to the city. And then that's how you'll rank, for example, for Seattle real estate, because you're building that authority. You are the be all end all expert in that neighborhood counts, neighborhood community, and then city. Okay. So in, for, for my uh, non-tech brain, what, what I would be doing is talking about a neighborhood and then expanding to the city and then expanding to the county type right. of thing. Okay. Right. And that's what you mean by from the bottom up. Yes. And, and you used a term I, I'm not familiar with. I've seen it in one of Tammy's blogs before, but it's long tail. What did you say? Long tail keyword search terms. What, what is that? <clears throat> so for example, I'll, I'll use Seattle, for example. So, you know, Seattle real estate would be the top page. And then below that, there's a neighborhood called, um, you can go North Seattle and then, I'm sorry, Green Lake. And then in Green Lake, there is a neighborhood. So then you would be an expert in the neighborhood of Green Lake. And you, okay. More than likely, what I would tell you is that where you live should be the first place that you should build and be an expert in because you okay. live there. So you right. start where you live and then you kind of expand out from exactly where you live. So here's my neighborhood I live in. Here's the city that I live in. Here's the county that I live in. And as you build out, obviously the content's going to get more and more. 
but you start to understand that you start to have authority because the neighborhood you live in, that's you're the be all, you know everything about that. And then the, and then the city or the next neighborhood, you know everything about that. And then you keep going from the city to from the city to the community to the, I always mix those up when I try to talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you get the idea. <laughs> yeah, I get the idea. You need more of that Seattle coffee. <laughs> yeah. I know. Okay. Well, and, and I know from reading um, Tammy's blogs that um, this is something that we're supposed to be doing at least uh, two to four times a week um, on that community as far as the consistency uh, volume. Is, is that, did I read that correctly? I think so. I think okay. two to four times uh, a week, if you can, I think that's an important, that's a good consistency. And yeah. it's photos and it's video and it's, it's a mixture of things. So it could be the farmer's market. It could be schools. It could be uh, the best hotels to stay in. I mean, it's everything centered around what that community has to offer and what it's like to live there essentially. Um, yes. What I would what I would say then is if you're doing two to three times a week, I would I would tell you to make sure that one of those is off site. Um, you everyone that I've come across always needs better backlinks. So writing an article on Active Rain or another trusted Udemy or another trusted place uh -huh. would build better backlinks. So oh. you, you can divide the workflow instead of just putting everything on your website. I would tell you to put something off of your site to give you better backlinks to help you in the future. Okay. Well, let's, you brought it up. So let's talk about it. Uh, but, but before we do that, uh, Thomas, we need to go for our break. Oh, okay. Uh, Jonathan always cuts in on my fun here. <laughs> All right. Let's do that commercial, Jonathan. <laughs> All right, so folks, we're going for our break. We'll be back in a moment talking more SEO with Tim and Tammy. And we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back, folks. We've had a great discussion. Back to Thomas. Okay, so we were talking about, well, we, you brought up backlinks, and I want to I unpack that a little because uh, we've had other guests mention it in passing, but we've never really opened it up and talked about it. What are backlinks? How do you get them? Um, and how do you, and, and um, what's the best way of choosing where to um, create these backlinks? Okay, uh, um, backlinks like any link to your website is a vote for your site. So the more mm -hmm. votes that you have, the, the higher your site ranks, if you kind of think of it that way. Uh, Google is looking at the quality of vote. So in other words, you can't just go to your friend and say, hey, link to my website and they're selling whatchamajigits. They have to be selling real estate and they have to link. So they have to be in the same realm. Okay. You can't do that because Google blocks specifically real estate agents from doing that because that's what everyone is doing five years ago in SEO. So okay. now to create healthy backlinks, Tammy will tell you how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and go. Let's go. Uh, that's practically a full-time job in, in and of itself. And, really? you know, you said something at the very beginning where you're like, we, we give you a wealth of information. And we do. Anybody can do their own SEO. But it is a lot of work. That's yeah. the thing. So we'll tell you how to do it. But if you just don't have time because you actually have another full-time job, yeah. you know, that's where we step in. So it, it definitely can be done. But it's about 100 little things all working together. And Backlinks is definitely one of the prominent ones. Um, there are a lot of places. You can't just go out there and, and open a, another random WordPress blog and start blogging on it or Blogspot or even a Tumblr site because it has no authority. So it's finding those things that have authority. There are a lot of different ways to do it, but it does take some research. One of the best ways, I think, for a real estate agent in their city to do it is to talk to a local newspaper. Mm. Um, depending on how big the city is, it may be you know, really expensive to go with that. That's not necessarily a paid backlink. That's another thing. Never, 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 never pay for a bunch of backlinks. That will ruin your site. It will penalize you, take you down. Never Stay away from Fiverr, Fiverr for okay. all backlinks because okay. they're trash. So, And they will just ruin your site. That one high-quality backlink is worth 10,000 of those stupid Fiverr links. So you don't really? want any of them. Yes. Okay. Talk to a local newspaper. Say, hey, I'd like to write a story for your your uh, readers, maybe on you know the best way to buy a house in the wintertime or whatever's going on right now or millennials or the best mortgage rates right now, what's happening with the programs, and talk to them about it. And then ask them if you can you know put a link in the article online. That's a great link because it's a high-quality, trusted website, the, the newspaper in town. Um, we have a Social Security client down in Olympia, Washington, and Thurston County is where they live. And the Thurston County Report is a very well-known county newspaper. And my clients get a few of their articles about every year put in there. That's a very powerful backlink. But they've asked to do it. And you're never going to know if you just don't ask for the link. Sure. Right? Sometimes you just ask. You never know. Sometimes in more high profile areas, more populated areas, it might be a $250 to put in. But if you're spending that on an advertisement at the grocery store, you know, cart, or right. you're on a bench somewhere, you know, what I mean, that to me is a very high quality backlink. You are reputable, you are in the local newspaper, you're talking about things you know about, and you're getting that really high quality backlink. But there are other places to go with. Active Rain is a good one because it's, it is high quality, it's trusted, Google knows it. Um, if you can get backlinks with a .gov or .edu backlink to your site, those oh. are even the highest quality. But you can't just go out there and open your own .gov site. It obviously right. has to be a government or an education site. There are places like academia.edu that are really good for writing. You do have to get approval, so you can't just find any old person just to write you a crappy article to throw up there. They approve every single one. So the more high-quality sites you find, the harder it is to get in there. You have to be really good at it. Places like Instructables, Exposure, Behance, Medium is a great one right now. Medium, you see Medium articles a lot of places. So it's really important. Um, or just from other high quality websites like Bill Gassett is a great uh, blogger. He does a lot of real estate. Um, I've blogged on his site, you know, in the past. Find a real estate agent that has good quality backlinks and articles and ask them, hey, can I do a guest blog on your site with a link oh. to my site? Okay. Sure. And, you know, if, if they like the way you write, why not? It's more content for their site and it's a backlink for yours. Sure. So, I mean, we yeah. do that on Active Rain. We reblog people's posts a exactly. lot. 
they get credit for it and we don't mind it because it, it was good content that, I mean, why reinvent the wheel? They already wrote it. So yeah. I'm just going to share it. Um, the biggest yeah. takeaway on doing backlinks is never to, never to be too heavy in active rain. It's always to have multiple, multiple avenues of backlinks because at any point in time, Google, Google can just decide to take all of the um, <clears throat> score from active rain away. And then since you're uh -huh. heavy on active rain, now you're going to drop in rankings. And one day you're going to go, I was on page one and now I'm on page seven. What's going on? Um, you lost all of the value from those backlinks just because Google decided to do that. So spread them out, spread them out, spread them out. Okay. So let's talk about that for a minute because, um, you know, on, on a lot of sites, uh, you, you have your website and you want to have a blog. Do, do you literally want to have like a page that's your blog on your website or are we just a button linking to our site if our site is like Active Rain or a separate WordPress site? How, how are we connecting the website to our blog? Um, <clears throat> when you're embedding a link into a website, you want to do it in multiple ways. So you want to embed to a page that's going to bring quality to the article that you're writing. And you also want to change up how you embed it. So if you're using the same alt text um, keywords all of the time, you do need to switch it up a little. And at times you just need to show a naked link. It has to be very, which is the www.mywebsite.com. That's a naked link. There's oh, no okay. anchor text. I thought we no. were going to have to take some weird pictures. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> this but, just took a turn. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that, that has to be mixed up. And the reason why is because um, Google will, Google Webmaster Tools will look at you and say, hey, your, your backlinks are unnatural. And it's because you're heavily branding the wrong way. Mm. And it's really looking for more of a natural way to advertise or, you know, more natural way for users that would like your site to, to do it. So in other words, if you write an article on your blog and then you write another article linking to it in Active Rain, a normal person would either just write, you can go here, www, blah, 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 or check this out and then the title of that page or something else. It's never the same throughout. And so that's honestly the, the trick of SEO is that we are trying to appear as natural to Google as a normal person would mm. with with some intelligence behind it. Hey, I know yeah. that Google's gonna do this, so I'm gonna do this, and this is going to help me garner more of the branding, of branding my backlinks. But I think you said as far as uh, WordPress, like WordPress comes with a blog. Uh, some websites don't come with a blog. So, you know, we, and we've worked with in the past websites that don't have an added on blog, which means it doesn't rotate the articles as you right. put a new one up, but we can write, individual pages static pages which is still more content for the site so oh. maybe you know you may not have a blog post that revolves but you're adding more pages and more content to the site i'd rather link to my site than away from my site so if you're on active rain always link to your site not the other way around unless you really are like if active rain is your blogging platform and you're getting leads from your blogging platform uh -huh. then that's fine you know if like a property minder we have um i have a guy in san ramon california that he has a property minder that doesn't have the blog on it so on his menu it says blog and it links mm -hmm. over to a wordpress blog that i just blog for for him. So it is a different site, but it's like blog.hiswebsite.com. So it's a subdomain of his website, but it is a different platform. So okay. I think that that's okay, um, depending on where you want your leads coming from. If you want to direct people back to your site, link them to the site, not away from it. 
Okay. Um, and when you're saying link them to the site, that means that my website is on every blog post I do. So they go back to my site. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then, um, as, as long as that your blog posts are separate as a separate website. Right. Okay. Do that. Yeah. I mean, if it's already on your site, then there's no point yeah. doing that. Right. So Tim mentioned something when we were talking about websites earlier that you, Tammy, have also discussed on Active Rain um, in one of your articles, which is uh, in both cases, when, when your reader arrives at your website or your blog, they don't know what to do next. They, and, and we're missing opportunities to capture leads because we're not giving them a call to action, a landing page, something. Can we talk about that a little, like the wasted opportunity a lot of us have on our blog sites and websites? Yes, but before Tammy replies to that, um, Thomas, we need to end the podcast part of the show and go on to the um, YouTube part of the show, Thomas. Jonathan likes doing these cliffhangers. So we get, <laughs> all right. So if you want to know the answer to that, folks, you got to join us on YouTube now. Um, but for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, I want to give uh, Tim and, and Tammy an opportunity to. Uh, say goodbye and, and tell you how to get a hold of them. So, uh, Tammy, I'll let you start it off. Uh, yeah, personalseo.com. That's our website. And uh, I'm on Active Rain. I'm on all the social medias under either Personal SEO or Tammy Emineth. You can usually find there's only one of me out there. If you Google Tammy Emineth, there's only one. That's there true. are a couple Timothys, though. So, ah. <laughs> but only one of me. So, uh, yeah, team? Personal SEO. <laughs> I've been personal cloned SEO. a few times. There you go. Yeah, uh, .com slash, or yeah, is, tell, Tim, what's the page? <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're happy to audit your site. And when we audit, we do a manual audit and a software audit. And when I manually audit your site, I actually look through and say, these are the suggestions that I have. You should do better keyword research. Um, this is what's wrong with the URL structure. So it, it takes a while to do the, the audit. We're happy to do that for you. And again, there is a discount for all uh, mail right listeners and you can go to personalseo.com slash mail dash right and uh, we just set up a page just for you guys so. that's awesome thanks for doing that yeah. all right so if you want to uh, join us for some bonus content you'll come on over to youtube um, in the meantime i'm going to let jonathan sign off uh, for on our on our uh, itunes and wherever you download your podcast uh, we're going to shut off the audio in a minute here so jonathan uh, how do people get a hold of you Oh, it's really easy, folks. You can go to the Mail Right website. We've got a load of content on there, all these podcasts, plus uh, all the show notes. Or you can just directly Twitter me at Jonathan, at Jonathan, at Jonathan Denwood. Or you can go to the Facebook page and support the show, Thomas. All right. And if you want to find me, uh, the easiest way is uh, my website, thomasjnelsonrealtor.com, or join me on Facebook or LinkedIn. And uh, I'm never too busy for your referrals in San Diego, California. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, folks. We'll be back next week with another great guest. And uh, join us over on YouTube now. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.